everyone. Welcome to BirdCast, the only podcast recorded in a live aviary. Today we're here on location today. We're not actually in an old aviary. And Birdman Dad isn't with us today. He's off doing some work. Um, we just want to give a quick um, talk about guinea fowl. These guinea fowl are actually, actually helmeted ones. And these birds originated from the area of West Africa. This is a part of Africa was once called the Guinea Coast, and so these birds became known as guinea fowl. People kept guinea fowl for eggs and meat, and being on the trade routes, this bird was taken all over the world. Guinea fowl are a very old bird breed, and there is evidence that say they were domesticated some 4,000 years ago. They appeared in murals of the 5th Egyptian dynasty in the Pyramid of Unas. There is also evidence that the ancient Greeks and Romans kept and farmed these birds, the guinea fowl. Records have been found explaining humans involved in incubation of guinea fowl eggs, and the bird has been immortalized in Greek legend. In the story of the Greek goddess Artemis rescued the sisters of one of her heroes by turning them into guinea fowl. The white spots on the guinea fowl feathers are said to be the tears of the sisters. So with such popularity, it is no surprise that they made their way onto Australian shores. Guinea fowl, though they look a bit like a chicken, are not chickens. A guinea fowl is generally bigger, say the average eyes are brown. They have a grey coloured body covered with white spots. The helmeted guineas has a bald head with a middle raised ridge, a little like a cassowary, and they have two red walls. Males and females, extremely similar, but are difficult to sex. Guineas are like chickens, and they lay eggs. And you can eat those eggs, but guinea eggs are smaller, and the shells are much tougher, and they only lay occasionally less than 100 eggs per year. They won't lay in a chicken nest box, but rather lay their eggs in a hiding spot. Guineas spend most of their time walking around and can walk up to 10 kilometers a day. At night times, they roost up in a tree with their flock. They can fly, but generally prefer to walk. Guineas are sometimes very noisy birds. When disturbed or noticing an unusual event, they call out loudly. It is usually the noise that makes people not want to keep them. These birds are omnivores, like a chicken. They use their short beaks and feet to scratch up soil in search of food. They eat seeds, reptiles, berries, spiders, snails, and roots, and will also eat the usual grains fed to chickens. Guineas are ultimate homebody fowl. They wander out all day in search of food, but yet they return to their resting or home every day at dusk. In Australia, the standard list for colours are pearl, lavender, pied white. Pearl are the most common colour and are pretty much seen everywhere. These birds are extremely easy to locate in Australia. And there's even some wild flocks of them. Now you might be thinking, why would you get yourself some guinea fowl? Now there's a few reasons for that. One, guinea fowl are great at getting rid of ticks. Now, we personally don't try and hurt any of the kangaroos that come onto our property. You know, some people might, uh, you know, try and put up a fence, an electric fence or something, or 
you know, shoot at them or something or do whatever you can to um, get rid of them. We don't do that, okay? We like to encourage um, kangaroos to come on our property, not just because they're, um, you know, they don't do anything for us, but they actually, um, we, well, we personally think they're pretty cool animals and we don't really want to hurt them. So we just don't like to hurt them in that. But of course, when you have kangaroos, you have ticks. Now, a lot of people try to get rid of ticks by poisoning them or using any chemicals that we personally don't do any of that. So these guinea fowl, as soon as we heard that they actually eat ticks, we went and bought some right away. Now, it actually has worked for us. We haven't had a single tick in a long, long time right now. Probably about um, since we bought the guinea fowl, they sort of worked. Um, we sort of, they sort of got out and about, you know, sort of found their home. And as soon as they started just wandering around, we haven't had a tick for a while. The second reason is they do, people do say that they attack snakes. Now, guinea fowl don't actively go out hunting and trying to kill snakes. They don't do that. Now, I don't know why people say that they do. They don't, okay? If they see a snake and it's near their area and there's enough of them, it's a small enough snake, they will attack it, but they will not go out hunting for them. They're not that type of bird. Um, third reason... Um, guinea fowl are great, like, watchdogs. So if they hear or see anything that they don't like, or it's out of the ordinary, they will go off their head and they will squawk and car, and they do this little thing called buckwheat. Buckwheat, it's like the little sound that they make, and they'll do that a heap. Um, it just basically allows us to alert and know if there's something going on. Um, and of course we have the dogs as well. Um... Now, guinea fowl are actually quite insane. They do this thing where they will lay... Um, all the females in the nest... Or in the group, sorry. Will lay um, in a pile... Or just a pile of eggs. So, like, 30, 40... Sometimes even 60 eggs, depending on how many females you have. Um, and then they will do, like, group communal um, re nesting... Or roosting, sorry. Where the... Um, I think the females take turns sitting on the nest. Um, which is quite insane. So they'll sit on them. You'll have a nice... So I think we have one nest. One of the other nests got abandoned. And currently the female, she's sitting on them. Just keeping them warm in that. Which is pretty cool. Um, another cool thing about them is... Well, not really cool, but the thing that you should know is that they do not like being put in um, small aviaries. Now, guinea fowl, right, are, you know, they're huge. They're not huge birds, but they're not like... Um, little birds that you can put in little nests and in little cages and that you want to make sure that they have an open environment for them to wander around as they do fly quite high um another thing that is um you should watch out for and know is that as soon as you get your guinea fowl you can't let them out all right you cannot have them just wandering around you have to put them in some sort of chicken coop area that's large enough for them not to wander about or get hurt from flying up um but they cannot go out this is basically their adjusting period it only lasts two weeks so they will stay there for two weeks their brain will switch over to knowing that that is their home and they are not to go anywhere and then after that two-week period, you can just let them out. They will choose a tree. So if you guys have some trees that you don't want them to choose, I would suggest making sure that the um, chicken coop or the guinea fowl coop, if you're going to make one, is near a tree that they can choose because I'm pretty sure they might choose the closest tree. But then again, I um, don't know that they would do that. From personal experience, they chose the two biggest 
um, nicest trees that were still alive in the area near the um, chicken coop and they sort of stayed there. I hope you found this bird cast extremely interesting. The guinea fowl is quite a marvellous bird. If you have any suggestions, please, please check us out at birdman underscore dad on Instagram and YouTube birdman dad. We also have an email, kuzmankayate at gmail.com. We hope that birdman dad will be with us next week and we will see you guys next time. Bye.